Kia ora. Welcome to the New Zealand Sim Nurse NZ podcast. My name is Erin. And I'm Alison. And I'm Marie. We are the three nurse educators from the Douglas Starship Simulation Program based in Auckland, New Zealand. We're all passionate about our work and so we'd like to welcome you to join us as we have a range of conversations about all things sim. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā tātou katoa. Kei ngā maunga whakahi, kei ngā wai tukukiri, kei ngā mā tawaka o te motu. Ka nui te mihi kia koutou. To those who connect to the mountains, the rivers and oceans across the land, Hello and welcome to you all. Welcome to our next episode and today we thought that we, the three of us, would just kind of join in and tell a bit of a story really, Um, have a bit of a reflect, uh, just kind of, I guess, discuss some things that have been on everyone's mind that's been working uh, in healthcare in the last kind of what two to three years really absolutely and that's really how as a team we had to pivot and I just so profoundly remember having this moment on the bus on the way to work and coming into the office and just walking in and this is just kind of what we do as a team but I was like we need to pivot (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the Ross from Friends couch (laughs) thing. But, you know, it was like this moment of, okay, we're all in this pandemic. We can't go and do the things that we wanted to do the way that we had been doing them. So how are we going to change? But we need to do something and Mm. we've got to do something now. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of, it was almost, again, it was kind of mid-pandemic as well, hey, because right at the start I felt like, the whole organisation couldn't get enough of us. And, <laughs> yes. you know, Which we was were, kind of ironic, was, seeing yeah, as totally. I thought as soon as the pandemic hit and we went into lockdown, I was thinking, that's it, we're going to be, yeah. that's our programme over, we're not yeah. going to be working. And then suddenly yeah. it was completely the opposite. Yeah, and we yeah, yeah. did not stop working. <laughs> and it was, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty overwhelming in terms of, you know, lots of stressed people and mm. us, you know, again, we just didn't kind of know and and I think you were talking about it the other day, Erin. Like we we went from this really high level level um, mm. zone three, you know, everybody sort of desperately trying to roll all of that really mm. high level high resource stuff out, all the way back to to standing in a sort of big, very socially dist- distanced yeah um, group, just talking about things that might happen as a again as a collective. And in, in in the again initially the the difference in terms of oh this doesn't feel like enough mm-hmm. but we was you know again we just go from one to the next and you could definitely see again you could see just from that really simple um, massive group discussion the the changes and the yeah. almost the relaxation mm. and people's sort of demeanour about okay all of this sort of thinking that we've done. Well, we didn't know what we didn't know at that yeah, time, didn't exactly. we? I mean, everybody, it was very much a time of, like, we don't know what's going to happen yeah. from day to day. And policies 100%. were being written um, and probably really like they were everywhere. Changed. Yeah, 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 throughout You know, the this is what we think is going to happen. And so simulation, we were brought in to actually see whether it, it did work the mm-hmm. way that they were writing it. And we found yeah. quite often 
that it wasn't yeah. um, and old, we were able to sort of change yeah. that yeah, yeah. So. the old work imagined versus work but, done yeah absolutely <laughs> and again right yeah. like writing a policy is a you know you, you can't get away from your lens whatever sort of yes. flavor of healthcare professional you are you're you're going to write any sort of policy from from that lens mm-hmm. and it's not until you get a whole group of all of the different multidisciplinary team in a room to actually have that conversation. Getting the and bodies again, in there yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. what, they sort yeah. of, what I mean, they're again, supposed can, to do. I yeah. can still vividly remember standing sort of in the cath lab and there was just like 20 people, again, sort of all physically distant, so all at least a metre away from everybody else and, and just this enormous kind of circle of people and, and we're literally just walking through these different policies, but because every member of the team was present, it was such a a collaborative sort of exercise, but also so productive in terms of what for me this is what this means and 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 then, you know, somebody else, for me this is what that means. And and you know, Mm. again it's kind of it was kind of like this enormous debrief that that was sort of so organic that happened kind of all by itself. But but again, just gathering the humans in the room was the significant part of, of that. And, and again, everybody sort of making time mm. to, to do that, which again, yeah. throughout the pandemic, I feel like was, was definitely a thing with, in yeah. terms of change <laughs> <laughs> and how quickly we managed to make that happen, which was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of went from all this time and energy into these four-hour two to four hour zone three workshops and mm. you know this is like the creme de la creme of training and this is what we want this is what we need and then it was kind of like to this sort of beginning phase of the pandemic and then it became this whole oh you know we can't yeah the just the resources and the staffing and the challenges that we're all facing as healthcare workers everywhere mm. in the world mm. um and then it's like, well, what do we do? People still need to train. People still need to know we're in and out of lockdown. Like, what are we going to do? Mm. Um, and then it was just this big pivot to our kind of zone one, zone two program, which, mm. I mean, it's the bread. And I mean, we sort of self-professed experts in this field, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, we've always got things to learn. And I learn something every time I run a session. But 100%. it was just this real we've really found our footing and our power within the zone two particularly yeah um scenarios that we're running all the time everywhere yeah um and that we've sort of come to learn that in these 30 minutes from woe to go scenarios we're actually getting i mean obviously not the quite the depth of the learning of the zone three but we're certainly getting a lot more simulation done yeah and a lot of learning still happening and and yeah there's there's so much potential mm. to kind of take that in both directions i think yeah zone two like you know you can take it down a notch to zone one if your mm. learners are requiring that mm. but also you can as as experienced i think debriefers i'd you know i don't want to put the pressure on any <laughs> sort of novices out there but I think the more that you get into it and the more that you do it, the more you can step it up a notch in terms of zone two um, to to both make the situation a little more yes. realistic but also delve a little bit deeper with your debriefing and sort of get into some some nitty-gritty stuff that, that you know, may 
previously have sort of been confined and strictly confined to zone three. Yeah. Um, it's making it that little bit more hybrid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And again, sort of using what you've what you've got um, in terms of resources and mm. humans and and yeah. And again, I, I think you know we even moved further again in terms of we went from doing all kinds of in-person you know I mean basically what we do is in-person right everything that we do is pretty much in-person to running our teaching courses online and via zoom which was yeah also really interesting in terms of us being participants in simulation and making videos and then playing videos and trying to have people debrief that I mean that was sort of you know you talk about role play and Mm. lots of people don't appreciate or enjoy role play but yeah that was that was kind of fascinating as well and then that the you know the amazing resource of VRR or the virtual resource room yeah thanks Sarah and the team in Canada um and you know finding that and then sort of Truly, again, it's that whole collaboration thing, right? It's that whole simulation community makes sort of our resources available and, and we sort of grabbed that and, and ran with it and then promptly made it our own. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, again, we're down the bottom of the world and, um, you know, lots of very North American things, whilst incredibly helpful, um, are difficult to sell to the New Zealand crowd because they're different words, sometimes slightly different equipment, and yeah. we all get very personal about about <laughs> our stuff, you know? Yeah. And so the the difference in terms of making that stuff our own and, and, and again, you know, sitting, watching, you know, putting people through a scenario on VRR and then having that screenshot afterwards that where they all kind of look, that stunned sort of stunned mullet, what just happened, what did we just do? Kind of was that yeah. even like what that was it really a thing? It felt like a real thing, but I'm sitting at home in my in front of my computer. I don't understand why this is. You know that that sort <laughs> what of just happened. <laughs> yeah, and and then being able to debrief that. I feel like again, I remember us all kind of, you know, not laughing at, but certainly being really surprised yeah. by how profound that experience was for the participants. I mean, it was massively profound for us trying mm. to deliver it as well. Oh, yeah. I think um, I was a, a huge sceptic. Um, and we're going to talk about VRR um, and talk about, you know, talk with um, the SMO that brought it over to us yes. later on in one of the other episodes. Um, but I think VRR, it was something I was like, how do you get that right. realism? How do you get that kind of psychological kind of buy-in just by Zoom, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's there, and it's something you know that people could have a look at, that people could experience. Yeah. Um, and like I say, we'll talk about it on a different episode and give you some more information about it. But it it's a fascinating kind of um, platform of getting you know a good simulation mm. and a good learning experience. Via a computer, whilst being completely distanced, yeah, being yeah. completely distanced, and but I also think... way more accessible. Like, yeah. like yes, distanced, but but for you know for mm. lots of us, and again, I think that's that's the pivot that happened. Eh, is was mm. is trying to make everything 
a little bit more accessible and a little bit easier for yeah. our crew to participate in when you know when yeah, it is weird and stuff isn't normal and and for some of the areas that we work with it was like oh it's actually so much easier for us to get people to participate from home because yeah. they can log on they can do two hours they can do a workshop and then they can log off they don't really want to come drive all the way into the hospital pay for yeah, parking yeah, yeah. just for a two-hour workshop but this has made it more accessible yeah. Um, everyone's keen. They all join in. Yeah, so it was... Yeah. And they're still getting that same level of... Well, not exactly the same, but, you know... Same, same, com- but different, eh? Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. It, it wasn't... It, it won't ever be the same as in person, but so much was almost more... You know, the, the experience was mm-hmm. was different, but they got the same kind of reward, yeah. if you like, yeah. <laughs> for want of a better word. The same learning yeah. out of it. Um, yeah. Which again, I think that was that was kind of profound for all of us because, mm-hmm. you know, again, just like I, I feel like we need to acknowledge that here in New Zealand, um, as healthcare professionals, we we had a very different experience from our mm. colleagues around the world. Um, that's not to say less or more, but but certainly very very different. Mm. Um, and and so you know, again, trying to get your head around. The fact that this could be a thing, would be a thing, mm. um, could work, you it's know, just could work as yeah. well, just differently yeah. as some of the other stuff that, you know, was so ingrained Just got to get people to dip their toe into it, right? And yeah. then they're away. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, kind of like like simulation itself, it sells, yeah. it sells itself, mm. you know, like you, you have an experience and suddenly you're all about it. But I think it's kind of, you know, it's embracing it as a team. And as a team, we kind of said, mm-hmm. okay, you know, we do have to look at other ways of doing this. You know, mm-hmm. we can't do things the way that we've always done them or right. that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, people were saying they didn't have the bandwidth to run simulations. So, mm-hmm. you know, as a program, you kind of have to think about, think mm-hmm. of a little bit outside the box. Yeah embrace different ways of doing things and if that means you know changing from a zone three to a zone one just to get people through or looking at stuff online 100% you just have to keep going Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. you know as a a program that's where we've kind of found our resilience and you know bouncing ideas off each other um, and coming up with different ways and you know, if you're kind of out there thinking, oh, God, you know, we're finding it so hard to kind of bring everybody together. We hear this so much from, from a lot of areas outside of Auckland, mm-hmm. you know, smaller centres, you know, and we find it so hard to get people together. It's, okay, well, think outside the right. box a little bit. How Who can you get? How long can you get them for? And right. what can I do in that time frame? Mm. And just kind of and putting something out there, you yeah. know, it's it's small. Sometimes it's it's more small and often rather yeah, than big and yeah, big yeah. and large, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like Ali, like you've been quite a driver behind our program with the zone one and zone twos up in the wards. Yeah. Um, and you've really, you know, we've kept it really simple, yeah. but it's very adaptable. And I think that's really the key thing with it is. The simplicity brings power, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. A simple, simple seizure scenario, a simple bronchiolitis scenario. Like, 
I think sometimes as simulationists we want to make it like you know the <laughs> massive transfusion wounds. Yeah. Yeah, all the <laughs> Ellie's things. a legend yeah. with the gunshot wounds. Yeah, like everyone wants Moulage. to make it bigger and better, and yeah. you know, but mm. actually, we forget sometimes what it's like to be a novice or a, you yeah. know. Um, just junior and learning and it's also just that team working elements and just the really basic things yeah, that yeah, we yeah. love like Ali and I see you all the time really driving home this you know optimizing your environment the managing the airway from the yeah. head of the bed just the really really simple things mm. and obviously yep. we know that the money is worth the multidisciplinary team yep. training but actually, even if you can only get like one nurse and one student nurse and you can run a block tracheostomy scenario in the ward and they learn where their resources are and yeah. they go through the motions and they use that muscle memory to go down the algorithm, that is still priceless. Yeah, 100%. And, and yeah, they just... That... Like, like you say, simplicity is, is power, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And, and again, even, even the most senior physicians or mm-hmm. nurses mm-hmm. generally actually they're the ones that the basics they, they don't get the opportunity to yes. practice those basics yes as often as they would like I know that for a fact um mm. and so you know just taking that time and opportunity to yeah to I still remember the time that. when a consultant orthopedic and orthopedic consultant kind of just happened upon us when we were doing oh, primary right. responder basic life support. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing here? It was a life support. And he said, oh, can I have a go? Yeah. And he was just like, you know, I haven't done this for years, yes. you know. Oh. And this consultant who's like, you know, being qualified, you know, like top end kind yes. of, you know, consultant yep. was just like, oh, yes, let's have a go at yes. that because I haven't practiced for so long. And yeah. it was great. And he was really enthusiastic. And he said, he thank you. He was kind of like a kid in a candy he shop. Was. Hey. He was kind of like, oh, <laughs> wow, this is great. This is great you're doing yeah. this, you know, and, and let mm. me have a go. Well, and get into it. Cool. And, the nurses, and the nurses that were part of sort of the cohort that we were teaching, they sort of found themselves <laughs> both – in awe and like what is happening here this is I wasn't expecting that but <laughs> but it just it added to that mm. profundity of of yeah. this is significant like yep. this is you know one of your bosses who who legitimately like you can genuinely see he's excited to be practicing these skills and mm. and you know mm. Yeah, it was it was the coolest. Mm. It was the coolest experience. And he he kind of he came in, he did his thing, and then he left, left with a giant <laughs> smile on his face and was like, "That was so great! Thanks cool. so much!" Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it. so funny. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. um, you know, sort of talking about you know our adaptability, and I think it's just being open to what's going on yeah. in our environments as well mm, and just yeah. being mindful of, of what's going on and being respectful of that. I yes. think, you know, yes. I'm always very conscious. Yeah. If, if somebody says, no, we're too busy, I'm like, sweet, yeah. okay, that's fine. Mm. We'll try again next week. And if it's we too busy next week, like. we'll try again the week after. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. but that persistence but not being rude. Yeah. Um, and, you know, support, and I think people hey, like yeah. like collegiality, truly, yeah. truly providing support. Like mm-hmm. like we don't want to tell you how to do this. We don't want to mm-hmm. teach you necessarily. We want to turn up to support you. And if yeah. supporting you means turning around and walking out, yeah. then that's a hundred percent what we can do. But we'll definitely turn up again next time or next week, or we'll try mm. again tomorrow, or you know, like. But truly 
truly tautoko, truly supporting that those mm-hmm. those teams mm-hmm. and and again respecting their boundaries and their Absolutely. you know their bandwidth as it were. And I think, yeah. the, I think you know we've done like so many times. You know we've organised um, <laughs> sessions. You know we've put a lot of work into it, and you know at the last minute. They just can't right. run it. You know, they don't have the staff. And, and you mm-hmm. can't be upset about that. You can't be mm-hmm. annoyed at people right. for, you know, for it's having to deal with what the they're business. dealing with. And, and I yep. think, you know, as a simulation team and as a program, you know, we have been very respectful. And I think if you're going into simulation, wherever you are, mm. um, just being respectful yep. of the people that you're wanting to teach and mm-hmm. you will get that respect back. Um, it's a two-way thing and um, we Very work with them so. they work with us yeah. um, so I think it's just you know if you do go and organize something if you're you know if you've kind of it's taken you six months to get <laughs> a whole team together and you're yeah. really excited about the simulation you've had it booked and the room booked and the yeah. mannequins booked and everything if at the last second it falls through then yeah. that's okay yeah you know yeah. you've just got to pick yourself up and Pivot. say that's all right. Yeah, Pivot totally. and just get on with organizing the next one. The next and one. it will yeah. happen, you know. Absolutely. But I think, you know, as you know, if you're doing teaching and simulation, just you know, just roll with it. Um, yeah. And I just I guess just rounding up this conversation, like honestly, you just you can't put a value on just the absolute basics and you know, I just want to play it homage to uh, the late Richard Aiken who we mm-hmm. were all kind of really blessed to work with and his big thing was you know you can save a child's life with really basic airway management and I think <laughs> you know we were out and about just doing airway you know really basic airway skills yesterday mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's always in the forefront of my mind of just thinking about that and just you know you could go into this and think oh this is boring I'm just doing you know ABCs again this really basic airway right. stuff but you go in enthusiastic and you teach these people and you're giving them these really basic skills to practice that can save a child's life. So mm-hmm. don't ever underestimate the yep. power in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Profound and fundamental mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. stuff. Yeah. Good way to end, Erin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess just to wrap up from today's episode, we've – had a bit of a conversation about pivoting relating to Ross from Friends. We've talked just, about... Yeah, just adapting to yes. what's happening in the world and um, what's happening within your programs, what's happening within your work environments mm. Um, mm. and not being static. I mean, you know, yes. we all want to be static, but I think just being able to adapt to what's happening and yep. not getting... Not letting the um, what's next, what's out kinda, there, yeah. yeah, yeah, just rolling with it. Yeah, um, what else can same we time, do? Keeping it really, really simple. Like, yeah, if, if you've got nothing else, go back to your basics because mm-hmm. they're profound and fundamental, and you'll be surprised. ABC, how, yeah. ABC, <laughs> so much power in the simple. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. really, yeah, it still blows my mind. Yeah, how much power is in simple. Um, and also just being respectful of who you're collaborating with, um, respecting their no, respecting their boundaries. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. It was made possible by the Starship Foundation and the Douglas Charitable Trust. 
And special thanks go out to all of our amazing guests and especially our producer Carl Thompson from Blue and Ginge Creative. If you'd like to connect with us on Twitter or find out any information from any of the episodes on this podcast, just see the show notes. Our Twitter handle is at starshipsimprog and our email is starshipsim at adhb.govt.nz. We would love to hear from you. 